Baylor University proudly presents The John Morris Show. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. This is The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. But uh, we have to be ready to evolve because um, change is here, and uh, we aren't we aren't going back where we were before. It's going to be a new day. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, forty five forty one West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. We will have disruptions during the season. I fully expect that uh, we'll have an outbreak on Wednesday afternoon and games may need to be canceled on Saturday. Uh, we'll, we'll need to understand shutdown procedures and how we go about uh, quarantining when the need arises. Um, campuses are petri dishes for uh, the the, uh, the the delivery of, uh, of viruses and when the the flu cold and virus season comes back um, we'll we'll have some challenges on our hands stay connected with the voice of the bears on twitter on instagram and on snapchat at voice of bears I think the worst thing we can do is presume that we have all the answers right now. We don't. We know it. And uh, we, we have learned a lot in the last 30 days, and we'll learn a lot in the next 30 days. And uh, we'll uh, put one foot in front of the other. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us. Day after a holiday, Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody had a safe and uh, and some nice time at home weekend or whatever you might have done. Welcome in. Glad you're with us in studio this morning, John Morris. And look who's here across the board. <laughs> Garrett Ross is here. Good morning, Garrett. Good morning, JMO. Good, good to see you, man. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's great Definitely to have Definitely good to be back. back. Q uh, stood in there in your spot for the last, uh, what, couple of months, I mm-hmm. guess. And yeah. it's uh, great to have you back and uh, glad to have you part of the 9 a.m. hour. Yeah, I'm It's you know I'm happy to be back. Uh, I did enjoy the time at home because, you know, doing this and, you know, it's more so for you. You're a lot of you spend a lot of time away from your family. Yeah. So uh, I did enjoy being able to make that time up and spend time with the kids and everything. But I was really anxious to get back. Very good. Very <laughs> good. It was great to see everybody uh, doing well. Your family doing well. Yeah, everybody's doing good. The kids, you know, wrapped up school. Um, they're fully ready for summer. So we had uh, our friends came down this weekend from Longview and surprised us. So that was our first real interaction with people since yeah, the COVID-19 yeah. thing. And uh, so the kids really enjoyed that, getting to see their friends. And then yesterday we were able to go and spend some time with our in-laws. So it was, it's, it's been nice. Good, good. Have you all just uh, pretty much been hunkered down at home? Yeah, we, uh, we've been pretty much homebodies uh we'll go out every once in a while like to get some ice cream or That's you know good. do something for the kids and i've taken my son down downtown to the river a couple of times and yeah. just do some walk let him look at the ducks and things but uh yeah most of the time it's just been at home and if need to be go to the store or something i've been the one that's gone out 
you know, but yeah, it's it's been interesting. Very good. Yep, for sure. Sound like we're all we're all in the same boat yeah. there. Uh, and have you been out to a restaurant to eat yet? Like dine in in a restaurant? We haven't dined in. I've gone into Union Hall a couple of times to oh, yeah. pick up some stuff to go. That's probably been like the closest I've came to actually going in somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, just waiting for the food. Uh, but no, I, I, the thing with us is we're still kind of hesitant to do that with my son, you know, having the, you know, he's more susceptible true, to right? things. You so gotta be extra careful. we got to be extra careful. Right. So most of the time it's just been, uh, going to pick something up or right. things like that. We're the same way. We haven't been out to eat, you know, since yeah. all this started. We obviously we're doing a lot of takeout and, and curbside pickup mm-hmm. and things like that. Something happened yesterday kind of gave me the itch though, to go to a restaurant. <laughs> I went to Chewy's to buy a gift card, mm-hmm. Uh, for friends of ours who kept our dog on Saturday, and uh, I wasn't sure how to do it. I didn't know if you call and right. bring it out to you, or so I just went up to the front uh, uh, hostess stand there at Chewy's. And if you know Chewy's, they've got a hostess stand yeah. kind of out in the outer lobby, if you will, kind of the entryway mm-hmm. is where the the person is. And she looked at me and she said, "How many?" And I said, "Well, I just would like to buy a gift card. Is that possible?" And and <laughs> the look on her face was like, "Oh." How do we do that? Right. <laughs> and and she said, hold on just a second. So she went back in. She came back out, forgot I was standing there, and seated a couple other people. And then she looked at me and said, how many? Oh, you need the gift card. Yeah. And I said, yes, please. Is it possible? And she said, yes, hold on. So she went back in, and I kind of watched her through the doors, and she walked around to that bar area and talked to somebody there, came back and got me, and she said, come on in, or motioned me in, and around there, and then a girl helped me over there. But it was the first time I'd been you know, inside that mm-hmm. restaurant or maybe any restaurant. No, I've been in some places to pick up stuff. Yeah. Um, but just being in there and seeing people, you know, coming and going and waiting on a table. And we like Chewy's a lot. But uh, uh, kind of seeing that sort of gave me the itch to want to go to a restaurant. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that'll that definitely make you want to go. You know, that just the, I think it's just the atmosphere and just seeing people. <laughs> you get, get excited it. just yeah. seeing people. But I'm, I'm really I think I'm more nervous right now, especially after this weekend and seeing the the videos of, you know, all the people at the beaches and things. Exactly. So I'm waiting to see in two weeks where we're at. Exactly. You know, and I think that's going to be a big selling point on how we approach things going forward. Yeah, that's a really good point. And we're the same way. I'm not going to push it. Yeah. Because I want to, I would rather be extra cautious now and it pay off, you know, being able to do things in the fall. Exactly. Then push things right now, and then have a second wave come through, and all of a sudden we're you know back to square one. Mm-hmm. So I am more than willing to uh, you know to stay at home as much as possible, to wear masks when we're out. Uh, Terry and I have masks, and we wear those everywhere, not everywhere we go, mm-hmm. but uh, in crowded places like the stores, HB or something like that. So I am more than willing to continue to do that. Yeah, I have a, a couple of masks as well, and I, I try to wear them. But the the issue with me is my glasses. I know fog what you're up, gonna say. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this is not working. So I end up like pulling it down or just getting frustrated and taking yeah. it off. Like I'm just gonna risk it. <laughs> I need to see. There's some uh, like early Saturday mornings when I would go and and literally get in line at HEB when people were lining yeah. up. And, and so I'd have my glasses on in the morning, and it was the same it's deal. The worst. It fogs them up. Gosh, it's the worst thing. I don't know how you get around that. I don't, I don't think you can. You just kind of, like, bear with it, and maybe you adapt eventually if you, if you have patience. I, I just guess, don't have the patience. Yeah.
Uh, control your breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Controlled breathing under the mask. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you're here. Glad your family's all Thank right. You. And uh, it's good to see you. It really is. It's good to see good you, Good to too. have you here. Here's what we have coming up in the hour. Uh, Dave Hunziker will join us. He's the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, you probably uh, saw over the weekend that Eddie Sutton passed away at the age of 84. Uh, longtime coach at Oklahoma State prior to that, Kentucky, Arkansas in the in the Southwest Conference days. And uh, Eddie Sutton, who was uh, elected to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame a couple mm-hmm. of months ago, he'll be in the class with Kim Mulkey and Kobe Bryant and others. But uh, he passed away on Saturday. So we'll get Dave's thoughts on uh, really legendary uh, coach, especially at Oklahoma State, where the court is named after him. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And just going back and looking at all his coaching jobs, he, he usually entered programs who were not doing so well and he was able to, he had that special knack of just turning it around which a lot of coaches don't have and that's what separates the great coaches from the average coaches you know and I w- I'm really grateful that he was able to know that he was going into the Hall of Fame you know yes, and the timing exactly. just worked out well but he will be missed yeah absolutely passing away at the age of 84 Eddie Sutton 806 career victories a couple of final fours uh, in there, well, a couple at Oklahoma State, maybe more than that. It was more than that overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, when we would go to Oklahoma State through the years after he had retired, for a while he was coming to the games. Recent years, not so much right. because of his health. His health was declining. But uh, we knew, Pat and I knew where he sat over there. And one one year we were at a game in Gallagher Iba, and it's before the game, and Coach Sutton comes in and sits down, and we see people you know coming up to him and say hi to him. Pat says, let's go say hi to him. I said, yeah, let's go. So we walk over there, and, and you know, he didn't even get up, but we introduce ourselves mm-hmm. and just say, just wanted to say hi to you. He looks at Pat, and he says, I remember you, Pat, because he coached <laughs> against uh, Baylor, and Pat was playing, uh, you know, when Pat was at, yeah. at Baylor, and he was at Arkansas. That's you awesome. You know, Baylor, Arkansas. So that was pretty cool. That's a, that's a good memory there. Just him looking at Pat and just that memory coming back. I remember you. Drawing up the game plans against him. Yes. I wanted to say, what do you remember about Pat? Yeah. (laughs) What did that game plan look like? That's funny. But we'll visit with Dave Hunziker about that uh, coming up in just a bit. All right. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. Feels kind of like a Monday, but a Tuesday, a holiday yesterday for us here. Maybe a lot of you as well. Uh, Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, let me tell you about uh, a... A hair-raising experience we had over the weekend, okay? And uh, I am saying, thank you, Lord, that it wasn't worse than it was. Because oh, wow. it's, I mean, this could have been really, really bad. I'll tell you about that. Tell everybody about that when we come back. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday morning. John Morris Show brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies today. We may see a little sunshine this afternoon, but there is a 40% chance of a passing shower. Maybe an isolated thunderstorm to the south, but again, most areas may not see anything. Highs top out at 78 degrees. It'll be partly to mostly cloudy tonight. We drop to 59. And tomorrow, partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of scattered showers and a high of 79. 
Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Learn strategies for building wealth and financial success in retirement. Plan well, retire well, live well. Tune in Saturdays at 8 a.m. for the Love It Financial Show or visit Love It Financial for a complimentary financial review. As you work hard to avoid coronavirus, don't forget about the rest of your health. Whether you need a wellness exam, medication refills, or management of a chronic illness like diabetes or high blood pressure, Family Health Center is here for you. They're able to treat everyone in your family from baby to grandma and offer affordable services even if you don't have insurance. Same-day appointments are available if you call before 2 p.m. Make a new patient appointment today at Family Health Center. Call 313-4610. That's 313-4610. Come enjoy the beautiful Texas spring weather with a staycation at the historic Stagecoach Inn in Salado. The inn features 48 reimagined guest rooms, a heated swimming pool that spans the back half of the property, and cuisine from the Stagecoach Inn restaurant available for takeout and room service. It offers beloved recipes from the past and innovative interpretations of Texas favorites. The ambiance at the Stagecoach Inn is familiar, relaxed, and fresh. Reserve your room today at StagecoachSalado.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Hello, everyone. I'm Dave DeRosier. I'm the general manager at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center in Waco. With the current situation, all non-essential businesses in Waco have been ordered to close. Automotive repair is considered an essential business, so we will be open to serve your needs. Here are a few things that we're doing to flatten the curve and to protect you and to protect us. We have a concierge service where we can come and pick your vehicle up and drop it back off at your home, and you can pay with a credit card over the phone. Another option is you can drive up underneath our canopy and get straight into our shuttle, and we can drive you straight home. In addition, every vehicle that comes into our shop is getting sanitized prior to and after the repair, and we're putting a new pair of gloves on after each service. Our team at Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center is here to help you in any way Please call us. Thank you for your time and attention. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday morning, brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys. Pioneerboys.com is the website. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, coming in the other day, where were we coming from? <laughs> oh, okay, it, it ties into this next story. We were coming back from College Station, mm-hmm. and when we uh, came in, uh, we you came a little different route, ended up on Orchard Lane, and then Orchard Lane back around to the Loop, and we passed right by Pioneer Steel yep. and Pipe here in Waco. They're at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're also in Bryan, open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon, anytime on the web at pioneerboys.com. So uh, I was telling my wife about uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. I said, uh, it's the Embrys, you know, the John Embry Mm -hmm. family and covering four generations. Goes back to 1943. 
And she says, sounds like you're doing a commercial. And I said, I am. She says, what do they do? And I said, well, metal buildings, pipe, any kind of size, pipe, metal, anything you need there, they got it. Pioneer Boys uh, and Pioneer Steel and Pipe. And she said, all righty then. <laughs> she was a captive audience. She couldn't leave the car. But those those are all true statements. Anything you need there, Pioneer Boys uh, have that. Uh, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron and structural pipe, all of that. Uh, all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. So, uh, check it out. Uh, again, in business serving Central Texas since 1943. It is a family operated business covering four generations. Very rare in today's business environment. Same ownership going back to 1943. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web, pioneerboys.com. All right, ties into this next story. Uh, we, on Friday, went to College Station mm-hmm. with uh, our son, MJ, who's in grad school at A&M, but off for the summer, and in fact, has been home with us since March. But he's uh, headed to Dallas for an internship that begins uh, next week, and so he had to pack up some things at his house in College Station, so we went down there, packed that up. Thanks to Ty Beard. Shout out Ty Beard, Art Wellborn. Appreciate your help. It's always have a good Good help when you're packing and moving. But we went down there Friday, packed that up, came back to Waco, and we're here Friday evening, Saturday morning. MJ went and got a uh, U-Haul trailer, a 6x12 pull-behind trailer, and we loaded that up and took it to Dallas, the place Mm -hmm. where he's going to stay in Dallas. His internship is with an engineering firm there. So, uh, and uh, shout out to Chris and uh, Ryan Rahimi, who helped us, met us up in Dallas and helped there. Thank goodness. Uh, we had a picnic table to go. Second floor is where he's oh, saying. Oh, man. Second That's the story. Worst. Yeah. And two couches and a love seat and a mattress and all that good stuff. So, thanks to those guys who helped over the weekend. So, fast forward a little bit. We got all that done Saturday, and uh, I have to bring, we swap cars. I bring his truck back so I can bring the trailer back, mm-hmm. the U-Haul trailer back, and get it turned in. And so we're coming back, Terry and I are cruising back, trying to get back in time to get our, our dog, pick him up, you know, before it gets too late. And I, to be honest, was probably driving too fast with that trailer. And uh, I, I don't know if that was part of it, but it, it probably contributed to the issue. We get to West and coming south on the interstate in west and all of a sudden man that trailer behind us starts swerving like crazy and i thought my first thought was we'd blown a tire yeah you know blown a tire and there were sparks flying up back there and so uh it's it's swerving behind us it's kind of pulling the truck Uh you know in the direction and uh uh i start slowing down gradually and trying to get it under control and pull over and that works, thank the Lord for that, and pulled over side of the road, got safely off the road, and then just sit there and kind of catch my breath. But, man, it was scary. My heart was pumping when that was going on. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't, like, panic and just slam on the brakes. You know, just naturally being able to right. control that, that that's big. That's key in yeah. situations like that. Right. I think that, that turned out well. That was another example of how the Lord had his hand on us uh, during all that. Uh, so we pull over and then I get out and I look at the tires and all the tires are fine. Right. <laughs> Come to find out that the uh, ball socket, uh, you know, that was on the hitch uh-huh. 
the the nut underneath had come not just loose but off. Oh wow! And the little stem uh, on the ball had yeah. come completely out. So the only thing that was keeping the trailer attached to the truck were the chains, those, oh, those backup That's chains. C- so you can imagine how much it was swerving yeah. back there. I mean, that thing could have flipped over, could have flipped on its side. And uh, when I saw that, <laughs> I thought, oh, my goodness, this could have been a lot worse than it was. So so we're there in West. You know, we're 20 minutes mm-hmm. away from Waco, not too far, thinking, glad this didn't happen in Dallas traffic. Oh, exactly. Or glad there wasn't, weren't any cars around us, you know, when it did start swerving like that. Uh, again, another way that the Lord protected us because that was swerving and would have hit a car. Would have, you know, that could have been bad. Yeah, yeah. Would have created, you know, a multi-car deal there. So sitting on the side of the road trying to think what to do, uh, and uh, the thought comes, we call our kids, check in with them, and uh, visited with Ty, uh-huh. my son-in-law, who I know has a, a hitch on the back of his truck. And I said, I hate to bother you. Is there any way you can help? He said, sure, no problem. So he hops in the car at 10 o'clock at night and, and comes up there. And then we run into another issue where we can't get the you know the, the tongue of the trailer to fit on right. the ball. It won't fit on there. And we look at it, and the other one came right off when we loosened it. It's a two-inch ball, and his is two inches. We can't figure out why. So we're we're putting it on there and we're jumping on mm-hmm. it and trying to get it to fall down <laughs> so we can connect it securely and um, work on it. Probably I don't know I don't know thirty minutes or so just working on that and finally get it so it falls on there. We mm-hmm. tighten it up and we're ready to go. So uh, we don't have lights. Uh, the connection didn't work for the lights on the back of the trailer. So I followed him right behind with my flashers on, but he drove it and we took it back. Dropped off the U-Haul trailer. The trailer, I think, is fine. I don't think there was any damage right. to the trailer at all, just to my uh, nerves, nervous system. <laughs> but we dropped it off on Saturday night, and then we went home. So Ty was a lifesaver there. Appreciate that. But, uh, man, that was a scary deal on Saturday night. Yeah, that's something you don't want to be a part of. And I'm glad that everything worked out for you all. And I'm also glad it was in West, you know, and he's able to make that short drive to, right. you know, be able to come up and help you all. And I'm sure not being able to have light, you know, probably contributed to not <laughs> yeah. being able to get the ball. On exactly. <laughs> and I, I tell you what, another thing that scares me is sitting on the side of the road at yeah. night. That's never you know, good. with those cars and those eighteen wheelers, when they come by, I mean, they shake your your truck every time they come by. I just, ugh, that's a scary deal. Yeah, but we were off the road as far as we could to still be on level ground. So, uh, could have been a lot worse. Uh, thank the Lord that it wasn't. But that was a hairy situation on Saturday night coming back from Dallas. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll be joined by Dave Hunziker, Dave, the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Get his thoughts and uh, kind of the mood in Stillwater with the passing of Eddie Sutton over the weekend. We'll have that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio, brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Madison, the snapper. Wetzel, the holder. The kick is away by Mayers. The kick is good. He hits it from 52 yards out. John Mayers from 52, and the game is tied at 9 with 36 seconds remaining. Your home for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. 
They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, helps support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas is on Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. here and so is home improvement season it's time to get those windows replaced call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows are spaced with aerospace technology called super spacer and they have a life expectancy five times that of other systems and they offer zero percent financing for 60 months That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Kubota's L2501 packs powerful performance into one easy-to-operate compact tractor. Stop by Tipton International in Hillsboro and test drive the Kubota difference. The L2501 is designed for all-day operator comfort with easy-to-use implements to make mowing, digging, hauling, and lifting quick and simple. You'll see why it's the number one selling compact tractor and now get payments as low as $149 a month with no payments for 90 days. It's at Tipton International in Hillsboro or visit us at tiptoninternational.com. Now through May 30. First 2020. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at ClarkRoofingTX.com. On Monday, the Connecticut Sun waved former Baylor Lady Bear and La Vega Pirate Juicy Landrum. Also on Monday, I caught up with former NFL linebacker Kirk Morrison, now Sirius XM NFL host, to talk all things NFL, including his thoughts on the contract situation with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. And I think right now they're just trying to figure out if we pay Dak Prescott the amount of money that we think we can, what are we actually actually getting for the future. This contract is really going to be, I think, something that we will talk about for Dak Prescott's career. I just really feel like right now what was going on is just the guaranteed money portions. For more on the Cowboys, tune in to Unnecessary Roughness with Ward Whites and me at 1230 as we talk to Patrick Walker from CBS Sports. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Eddie Sutton needs to be the first player taken in that class. Obviously, Kobe Bryant, we all know, will be, and rightfully so. But Eddie Sutton is long overdue, and to see his name on that court touch my heart. If, if I have to step aside for a man like that to get it, I'd tell those voters you vote for Eddie Sutton. I'm not up against Eddie Sutton. He's on the men's side. But that's how much I think of that man. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That's high praise from Baylor women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey. That was back in February uh, following a game uh, she and the Lady Bears had in Stillwater. And it was right after that. It was probably within the month after that that the uh, announcement came that uh, Eddie Sutton and Kim Mulkey were part of the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class for 2020. Kobe Bryant in that class as well. Uh, so uh, Coach Mulkey uh, stumping for Eddie Sutton there. And uh, they are both into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, it will be posthumously for Eddie Sutton, who passed away on Saturday at the age of four, uh, 84. Uh, to talk about that, we welcome in our good friend Dave Hunziker, the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys from Stillwater. And Dave, wish he was under different circumstances, but uh, great to visit with you. How are things? Yeah, things are pretty good. Uh, it was uh, you know, it was a tough weekend for everybody here and will be for a while. It was not unexpected by any means, but you know, tough nonetheless. He uh, he he really has been in failing health for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, really for the past goodness three to four years, yeah. uh, and in recently in the last couple of weeks, it had taken a turn for the worse. But you know, he I think he had times where you know he was able to converse and was pretty sharp, and other times where he was not. So it you know as is often the case, I think in those circumstances it. It can be a, a day-to-day thing in terms of ability to communicate and so forth, and 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 you know ca- carry on with people. So yeah, but he he had been in failing health for a while. What uh, do you remember the last the last game he attended there at Gallagher Iba? Oh gosh, you know he was at the Texas Tech game, which was the reunion game. Yeah that we had, which would have been mid-February. And I'm trying to remember, I think he may have come to the OU game hmm. after that. So he he was at several games this year. Okay. So I know he was there in at least once in mid-February, and it may have been twice. That uh, The Tech game is what I, I would have guessed. I, I had no idea. But, you know, with Sean on the staff at Tech and Scott on the staff mm-hmm. there at, uh, at Oklahoma State, I would have thought if he could make it, would have been there to see both his sons, you know, coaching that game. Yeah, it was a uh, – it, we had a reunion that day, and it was really neat and uh, lots of fun. And so, yeah, it's it, he he was able, he came over as much as he could. And that, again, that was kind of a hit and miss proposition. He was wheelchair bound for those that didn't know, and uh, really, uh, you know, it was you know it was, and they were happy to do it. But it, as is the case with anyone under you know with with those types of uh, health complications, you know, getting around even you know just a seventy mile journey from Tulsa to Stillwater is quite an undertaking, but I think they they tried to get him over here as much as was practical. 
Great Hall of Fame career for Eddie Sutton, uh, Creighton, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Oklahoma State. But when he came home to Oklahoma State, I mean, that really was home. Well, I mean, his alma mater, uh, you know, he had so much respect for Mr. Iba, Henry Iba. And, and when he got that job at Oklahoma State, that was really home for him. It was. And Mr. Iba introduced him when they brought him back. And it was a powerful time for Mr. Iba. And. You know, Coach Sutton just took right off, and, and things exploded. He inherited a loaded roster that Leonard Hamilton had recruited here, and of course, Leonard Hamilton's recruiting ability has been well established over his long and successful career. But you know, he inherited a bunch of NBA players and really coached them up from the start. And that first team went to the Sweet 16, and they went to the Final Four in 1995. But quite candidly, John, I'm pretty biased here. This was before my tenure here, but doesn't really make any difference i'm still pretty biased when it comes to oklahoma state (laughs) you know he had probably you know he had the final four team in 94 95 but honestly he probably had two teams prior to that that could have easily made the final four wow including i think that first team that first team was loaded wow um so yeah he he had some great teams a couple of sweet 16 teams in that mix got to the final four in 95 and again in 04 but Oh, those early teams were really, really, really good. Great coach, obviously. 806 victories, you know, over uh, that coaching career. First coach to take four schools to the NCAA tournament. Uh, that's something, you know, that he did, he did at that time that had never been done before. No, it had not. And, you know, I think people forget that. That's There have been some coaches since that have pulled that off, but that had not been achieved at that time. And, you know, he took Arkansas to the Final Four and, Oklahoma State to the Final Four. I think, again, people forget about the Arkansas Final Four trip in, I believe it was 1978. You know, that, that one you know, kind of gets lost in the mix. But, you know, he had some really good teams. There were some other magical moments in his career. And a lot of people, especially from Texas, will remember the 1981 uh, second-round NCAA tournament oh, game yeah. when U.S. Reed hit the half-court shot <laughs> at the buzzer to beat the defending national champion Louisville. And if you watch the video closely, a couple of the kids in that video – are young people named Scott and Sean Sutton. Wow. If, you, if you look closely enough uh, uh, and, and you knew the family, you'd recognize them, that they'd laugh. I, sometimes I play that for Scott just for fun. Be sitting courtside, pull it up on my iPad, said, hey, let's watch this for fun. <laughs> and he just laughs and enjoys it. And then he says, there I am right there. So, you know, lots of, uh, you know, they're the more obvious accomplishments. But, but there are some other classics. There was a game in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, I want to say it was mid-80s. It was one of those made-for-TV Sunday afternoon games where you'd play a conference game on Saturday and then play a TV made-for-TV game on Sunday afternoon. I think they beat – I think North Carolina's ranked number one in the country. They beat them by one point in Pine Bluff. Wow. Uh, and there are many, many others. But those are some that maybe are lost that people don't remember that were, uh, were pretty cool moments. And he, uh, you know, he casts a long shadow there in uh, in Stillwater. The court is named after him. I mean, it's Eddie Sutton Court there inside Gallagher Iba Arena. Yeah, and then you just look at his co- coaching tree. You know, when his sons obviously followed in his footsteps. Two of the three as as coaches, and then you go from there. You know, Bill Self worked for him. Uh, did not play for him. Sometimes I think people don't realize that Bill Self played. Uh, prior to Coach's arrival back in the early 80s for a, uh, a wonderful man named Paul Hansen. But, uh, you know, this just his coaching tree, just it just goes all over the place. I mean, there's countless. I mean, we could sit here and rattle off names for 20, 30 minutes of people that are connected to him and 
some way, shape, or form. But yeah, it's 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 quite a it's quite a legacy uh, that he leaves. And his former players, you know how it is, John. You know your your former players are either your if they don't say much, that's probably not a good thing as far as the, their head coach is concerned. But right. when they speak the way that Coach Sutton's former players speak, with just so much reverence and so much appreciation for what he did for them, then that tells you just uh, just how good he was. Wow. Dave Hunziker, our guest, the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, uh, remembering Eddie Sutton, who passed away over the weekend. And are there uh, any plans for a public uh, memorial, any kind of public service? Or I guess we just, we're in a situation where you can't really do that right now. Yeah, we're not. I think ideally, and I don't want to speak for the family, I don't want to speak out of turn here. This is just a guess on my part. I would have guessed there would have been something of that sort in Gallagher Iba Arena sure. under normal circumstances, but but that can't be done right now for obvious reasons. So I'm not certain what will be done. Uh, it's one of the things I was thinking about uh, yesterday. It's like, you know, what do you do uh, in regards to a tribute? Uh, so I don't know. And I think they were working on that uh, Sunday and yesterday, but as of yesterday morning when I last talked to some of the people at OSU, I don't think anything had been finalized, and I'm sure that's uh, that's 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 a complex sure. uh, part of this that the family's trying to sort out under unique circumstances with no precedent to really work off of. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the best you can do right now. Uh, sure. I, I also remember how. Um, uh, how strong Coach Sutton was after the plane crash in January of 2001. Uh, I know he was hurting as much as anyone for the families of those uh, 10 men who lo- uh, lost their lives in that plane crash. But he was really a strong central figure there for Oklahoma State during that time. He was. And some people would say that may have been his greatest contribution was the way he managed that situation. Of course, he was hurting and can't imagine all the emotions that were running through his mind when that was going on and attending 10 different funerals. And, you know, they were part of your team, which leaves you obviously with probably an overwhelming sense of responsibility for those guys. And yeah, that was, you know, I was not again here at that time, but to listen and hear others speak about that time and how he was that there are a lot of people that feel like his ability to really push down his emotions and and be there and be a leader for everybody else was probably as great a contribution as he made. Uh, I can't imagine how hard that was. Yeah. Well, pass along our uh, uh, condolences to Scott when you see him and and Sean, if you see them and the family. uh, We share your loss there. So thanks for being on with us. Uh, We'll call you back when uh, it's uh, there's some better things, happier things to talk about. But appreciate you being on with us this morning. Oh, that's that sounds good, John. And hopefully, we'll get some uh, we'll get some things rolling here to talk about soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. Have a great day. You bet, Jamo. All, right. All right. Thanks, Dave Hunziker, the great voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, on with us talking about uh, his remembrances and what's uh, kind of the mood and what's going on in Stillwater now following the passing of Eddie Sutton on Saturday. I think the great thing is to see the the respect everybody has for him, you know, that just shows how many lives he was able to touch and how important he was. And it's just, some people have that unique characteristic about them and he was just one of them. Yeah. And, you know, he had success really everywhere he went, uh, at Creighton, Arkansas, 
Kentucky got in some trouble there, but then back in Stillwater uh, at his alma mater at Oklahoma State. And it's interesting to see different stories from different parts of the country. You know, up in Arkansas, they're saying former Arkansas coach right. Eddie Sutton. You know, in Kentucky, it's former Kentucky coach Eddie Sutton and certainly former Oklahoma State coach uh, Eddie Sutton, you know, in uh, in the Big 12 area and in the state of Oklahoma. So uh, he touched a lot of people in a lot of ways. 806 wins, 806 over his coaching career. So a lot of victories there for Eddie Sutton. Uh, here's here's another thing I told you about when Pat and I went over and said hi to mm-hmm. him one uh, game after he'd retired right. at Gallagher-Iba. There was one game in Waco way back uh, that I was doing uh, filling in for Frank, and it was Baylor in Arkansas. And somehow, I, I don't know if it was pregame. I don't think I would have gone to their – I wouldn't have gone to their pregame shoot-around. No, there's no way. But it must have been pregame. And uh, I just uh, think I went up to introduce myself to mm-hmm. him or something like that. And we're talking on the court, and he said, uh, this court, this uh, court's illegal. I said, what do you mean? And there was a, you know, this was the old wood court that they put down right in the middle of the floor there at the HOT Coliseum. And there was a BU at midcourt, uh. but where the BU logo was, the center line, you know, stopped. And he was saying that by the rules, you have to have the center line, the center court line, all the way across, even if it interferes <laughs> with the logo. And he said, this court's illegal. That's funny. <laughs> and, man, that goes way back. I mean, that goes back to his Arkansas days. Uh, in That would have had to been in the uh, early to mid-'80s uh, when that happened. He was he was coaching at Oklahoma State when John Lucas went up there, right? Was he there at that I time? I think so. What year would that have been? Oh, 06? No, no, no. No, it would have been, no, no, way before that. Yeah. yeah. But I, that's what, I was wondering if he recruited him. I don't remember that whole process. I just remember that yeah, connection. I'm not positive about that. What year would that have been? Ooh. Coach Drew's been here 17 years. Uh... I don't know. I'll check on that. Well, we'll check the years okay. and see uh, what years uh, John Lucas was here and then at Oklahoma State. All right, great to visit with Dave. Appreciate that. Appreciate his thoughts. Take a break. Be back with more in a moment. Uh, Garrett, I need to catch you up on some things that uh, are ongoing here in the John Morris Show. Okay. So it won't take long, but uh, I'll give you a snail count and some other things. <laughs> All right. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. How about this? 0% is back for the month of May. Yes, we're in May. You can get 0% for 72 months and no payments for up to 120 days. This offer is good on most new Ram trucks, Jeeps, and Dodge and Chrysler cars and SUVs. Plus, new Ram Heavy Duties now feature employee pricing for all. The Heavy Duty Ram is the 2020 Motor Trend Truck of the Year. You can shop in person. Yes, it is safe. A clean environment, sanitized for your safety and the staff as well. 100% on board to give you a safe experience. Or if you don't feel safe doing that, you can also buy completely online if you'd like, and they'll deliver to your home or office totally turnkey. You get free pickup and delivery for all repairs and service. Your car is returned sanitized and safe. Remember the 0% for 72 months through the month of May. No payments for up to 120 days. It's on now at Alan Samuels. Online, alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. It's Morris in the Morning with a voice of the Bears, John Morris. Q, it is uh, it is Star Wars Day. You understand that? 
I, I understand the reference, and uh, yes. I had someone say something to me about it yesterday, and I'm not a Star Wars guy, so I was like, okay. oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I go back when the very first one was released. I think it was 1977, but I was in Kentucky, and I remember driving from Danville to Lexington to see the movie. I mean, it wasn't going to be in Danville for weeks probably, if not months, but went to Lexington to see it right when it was released. And I can remember driving back home, and this is like 35 miles from Lexington to Danville, driving back home, and I I drove safely, but I'm hearing in my mind the whole time this, (laughs) you know, like somebody's firing at me in my uh, car. The John Morris Show, talking all things bears and so much more, weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. Springtime in Texas brings blue bonnets, outdoor fun, and Texas storms. When a thunder boomer goes ballistic on your roof, call Clark Roofing. Our experienced service and competitive pricing ensures your home or business is whole again. Threatening storms pack torrential rain, powerful winds, and devastating hail. These Texas monsters are on a mission, targeting homes and businesses, the roofs over our heads. Clark Roofing, where every detail matters. Visit Clark Roofing. It's been tough. Sitting in isolation, rarely getting out, neglected, unimportant, naked. Hi, this is Jay from Pickup Outfitters, and I'm talking about the forgotten casualty in this mess, your truck. It's been waiting patiently for you during this crisis, waiting for some sign that it's okay to get out again. At Pickup Outfitters, we believe that no truck should be left behind and that it's time to reward your truck for sticking with you during these difficult times. So we're announcing the End Truck Nudity Stimulus Package. Benefits designed to outfit your truck so that it's ready to get out in public again. Like free installation and a free rubber bed mat with every hard bed cover purchase. $250 off ranch hand bumpers installed. $300 off ARE camper shells. Free laser fit front floor liners with every ranch hand grill guard purchase and install. And there's more. Call or come by our Pickup Outfitter showroom and help us make your truck feel wanted again. Or check out our in-truck nudity stimulus package on our website, createacommotion.com slash stimulus. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Clark Roofing, the one to call for home or business roofing jobs. Check them out online at clarkroofingtx.com. On Monday, the Connecticut Sun waved former Baylor Lady Bear and La Vega Pirate Juicy Landrum. Also on Monday, I caught up with former NFL linebacker Kirk Morrison, now SiriusXM NFL host, to talk all things NFL, including his thoughts on the contract situation with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. And I think right now they're just trying to figure out with we pay Dak Prescott got the amount of money that we think we can what are we actually getting for the future this contract is really going to be i think something that we will talk about for dak prescott's career i just really feel like right now what was going on is just the guaranteed money portions for more on the cowboys tune in to unnecessary roughness with ward whites and me at 12 30 as we talk to patrick walker from cbs sports sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show. John Morris and, yeah, Garrett Ross back with us in studio. Glad to have you here. Garrett, if I haven't mentioned that. Thank you, J-Mo. Glad to have you here. All right. Uh, yes, John Lucas uh, did play for Eddie Sutton at Oklahoma did. State. John was here. Uh, 2001 to 2003, uh, given a chance to transfer, he did. He finished at Oklahoma State 03 to 05, and uh, certainly during Eddie Sutton's tenure coaching at Oklahoma State. So, yes, to answer your question, should have known that off the top of my head, but he did play for uh, Coach Sutton at Oklahoma State. You have a lot of knowledge you got to obtain, though. you got to remember all sorts of things. So it's not, you're not going to be able to remember them all. Some of it useless, some of it useful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's the answer to that question. All right, a uh, couple things uh, need to catch you up on, uh, Garrett. So yes. in the last two months, here, here are some things. This will catch you up to speed uh, on... <laughs> what we've done the last two months. What have we done? Not much. There's been no games. <laughs> Not much. The whole time you've been gone, there's been no games whatsoever. So we've created our own games. One of them is the over and under a snail count in my backyard. Uh, short story of this is we live out in Hewitt, uh-huh. and for some reason, it is the snail capital of Central Texas. <laughs> I have no reason why. But there's an open field behind us. Maybe that's part of it. Could be. We're not by any body of water. (laughs) But the snails love our back fence and our backyard. So at one point, you know, I've regularly, you know, picked them off the fence and Mm -hmm. just thrown them over into the field back there. Jerry Hill says I should smash them, squish them is his word. No, you don't get rid of them. I know. I don't don't think Terry would approve of that. (laughs) So it's basically picking them off the fence, throwing them into the field back there, and then getting them out of the yard. Uh, and throwing them over the fence. Sometimes they make it up to our house, uh, right. on the walls of our house. But one day I was doing that, and it just seemed like more than normal. And uh, so I started counting when I started doing it. And take a guess, how many? So this was off the back fence and the backyard, just throwing snails over the fence. Mm. Take a guess. 20? 20, okay. The number was 533. Are you serious? I'm serious. Or 532 or 523, something like that. It was 500 plus, okay? That's a lot of snails. Wow, yeah. yeah. Uh, as Q has told me, uh, you got a problem. Yeah, you, you do. Got a that, that's, that's, that don't seem normal. <laughs> and uh, and then a few days later, uh, I did it again. I made a sweep again, and it was 580-something, Okay. And uh, we got some help. People texted in and called in on our Bush's Chicken text line and uh, said, try this, try this, try right. this. One of them was coffee grounds, put coffee grounds out. Interesting. So I did that. I bought a you know thing of coffee mm-hmm. and just spread it all along the fence line. It looked like it helped. I mean, it seemed like for a couple of days mm-hmm. at least that it helped. Well, after the rain, uh, Sunday night and Monday morning, I went out there yesterday afternoon. Uh, they were back in full force. I think they were drinking the coffee and laughing at me. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> but uh, so I, I started counting because it seemed like it was going to be a pretty high number yesterday. Uh-huh. 949 stinking snails. Is, is this been like an ongoing issue or is this something new? Pretty much. No, it's been ongoing, but it's maybe it's this time of the year, maybe the spring. I, I don't remember I've, exactly. I've never seen or heard of that many snails gathering in one area. So yeah, I, I have no exactly. idea. That's odd. The snail me. capital of Central Texas, my yard. <laughs> yeah, I think you can definitely solidify that. So the coffee, uh, when we put it out, it smelled good for a while. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and maybe it did help for a few days, uh, and then maybe when it 
rained so hard, maybe it washed it away, so it, it lost its effectiveness. There's got to be something to that, though. I know. I'm, I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try anything else. We had Bob Howard on from uh, 855-BUGS, yeah. bugs.com. I asked him about it, and he said he was a little noncommittal. I mean, they're more insects right. in the house, around the house. But I, I guarantee you he knows more about it than I do. He's so. going to have some kind of insight. I know. I know. So I'm going to get in touch with him again. 949 was the count yesterday. I would have never. I guess I was sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, 20 is kind of a lot 20. in one area. <laughs> like I said, I've, that's just, I've never heard of that. It just 20 seems is so, about one handful. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So they're, uh, you know, I just got to stay on top of it and make sure they don't take over our house. Well, if you find the solution, please let us know because that's that's crazy. Because I've heard from several people that they have the same issues. Jerry Hill has some issues. Uh, who else? Some other people have issues with snails, but I'm not sure it's – maybe it is to this extent. And yeah. the, other, the other thing is, why would you count them? Why would you count that high, that many? And uh, my answer is no reason really, but I'm doing it, and so I'm just counting them when I'm throwing them over. Yeah, I mean – I would want to know. I would want to know how many are there. That's, it's interesting. <laughs> 949. Somebody uh, established an over and under on our Bush's Chicken text line on the snails. So I I, I can almost guarantee you that would be uh, over. At least uh, the snails are not day. like crickets or something, you know? It oh, could yeah. be so, a lot worse. Oh, yeah. That's true. There could be, yeah. It could be a, it could lot, be a worse. lot worse. Yeah. Could be a lot worse. All right, let's check uh, some birthdays to pass along to you. Anniversaries also. Top of the list, happy anniversary to my daughter and son-in-law, Ty Beard and Megan Beard. Today is anniversary number eight for the Beards. So happy anniversary to you today. Yeah. I don't know what they have planned for today, but we'll help with the kiddos if we can. So happy uh, anniversary to Ty and Megan today. Uh, birthdays today, uh, Don Mose, uh, happy birthday to Don Mose. Um, Judy Schmeltikoff lives up in Fort Worth. Uh, who else do we have? I got Don Mose on here twice. Um, that might be it for birthdays and anniversaries today. Let me check one of the list here. Oh, I got more. I got more. Um, Dwayne Joslin is my nephew. Happy birthday to Dwayne. Dwayne lives out in the hill country. Out in Sabinow, John Garrison used to work with us in uh, athletics, in marketing. John's birthday is today. Matt Johnson's, is this right? Is this a birthday? or It says anniversary, but it's got to be Matt Johnson's birthday today. So happy birthday to Matty J. And uh, the great Brent Musburger's birthday is today. Yeah. So that's all I've got. Anybody to add? I got one. Uh, Philip Ketterman. He's a coach over in Temple. I'd like to wish him a happy birthday. Nice. Very good. Very good. So happy birthday to all those folks. Happy anniversary to uh, Ty and Megan Beard today. Love you both and love Truett and Turner and have a great day today. How is Turner doing? Turner's doing very well. We saw him yesterday. Did you? We were together yesterday. Turner is about eight, nine, ten, nine or ten weeks old now. So doing well. He's a chunk, man. Is he? Oh, yeah. He's uh, pushing 14 pounds. That's awesome. <laughs> already. But he's doing great. Thanks for asking. And Truett is a great big brother. I bet he at is. At age four. He's doing great. <laughs> 
All right, we got to move out of here. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, Unnecessary Roughness comes up noon to 3 today. Matt Mosley on the air, 3 to 6 this afternoon. Among the guests later today, Andrew Mellentree will be on with Matt Mosley this afternoon at 420. Tree uh, just selected to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame, Baylor Football 78 and 79, part of that Peach Bowl team in 1979, and an absolute stud and probably still is. So Andrew Mellentree uh, will be on with Matt Mosley this afternoon at 420. Stay tuned for that and more as the day continues here on ESPN Central Texas. Snail Day and the return of Garrett Ross. What a big day. (laughs) Who can ask for anything more? And we appreciate Dave Hunziker being on with us, the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Dave uh, giving his thoughts and remembrances of the late Eddie Sutton, who passed away on Saturday. We appreciate you tuning in. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. That worked out well, did it?